Welcome, and the topic today is new seeds for 2023. Welcome to the Road by Road Gardening Show, the best dadgum gardening show on the internet, where we talk about gardening, a little bit of cooking, and growing your own food. Now sit back and enjoy. Hey folks, I'm Greg. I'm Sheila. And if you never joined us before, we are a gardening show based here in South Georgia, and we come on every Thursday night. We call it the Road by Road Gardening Show. And we own a company called Hoss Tools, and we're located in Zone 8, and we're taught all things growing your own food. So if you hadn't joined us before, welcome. If you have, hang in there. It's going to be a good show. At the end of the, sh end of the show, we have the winner of the wheel hoe. Mm -hmm. Yep. Not till the end of the show. Okay. End of the show. Yep. All right, so let's talk about what has happened the last few days. This is the first show for 2023. Well, we just got through a terrible, terrible Arctic blast. Mm -hmm. Some stuff survived, some stuff didn't, and I think that's pretty much the cue for everybody out there. We've seen some pictures of a lot of people that had some pretty heavy-duty damage. We had some, probably not as much as I anticipated. My onions, my garlic, strawberries, fine. Yeah. But we covered those all as well. Yeah, but my other stuff I covered, my English peas, um, they didn't. They the weird didn't. thing is, is I, I had the Lazy Garden, our new uh, Lazy Garden thing, which is the uh, the woven fabric that we plant through. I put row cover on top of it, English peas did fine. I know, I think it's that, that ground was insulated Insulated. Too. So it has more of an effect than just weeds. It helps insulate from the ground from cold. Mm. I'm convinced of that because everything in there survived, except for mazinias. We knew mazinias weren't going to survive. So I did have some cauliflower survive. Yep. And collars. Those collars are good after that cold. Oh, they were good. good. Man. They yep. were good. So we've got through that. It's time to start starting back some seeds now. I'm going to get in the greenhouse probably this afternoon. Can we start back some of those brassicas? And yes, time. To I'm, this week I'm starting back on those. So we'll have another crop before mm -hmm. we need yeah. some. Yep, it's time to do that. And you know, next thing, when I told somebody this morning, next thing you know, we'll be planting tomatoes. Next month, we'll be planting tomatoes in the greenhouse. Mm -hmm. so in January. Gen no, February. Next yeah. month. Oh, next month. Oh, and potatoes. Yeah, and potatoes, yep. So we got a lot coming on. It's starting of the new year and it's all things garden. We're all hyped up again. Looking forward to the spring as always again. You can tell by our orders over the weekend they were, have jumped up dramatically. So everybody's getting back into the gardening mode uh, for next year. Mm. So this is your Christmas present for for this last year, your Christmas present. If you don't know, she got her a harvest right and she freeze has been freeze-dried. Yeah. She's been freeze-dried everything and i don't know about night the freeze dryer no, no, has no. not run it didn't run for three nights because i had a little hiccup so um i ran my first two batches fine and then i kept getting a vacuum seal error the dreaded as other people have said it so then you have to take the machine apart mm -hmm. and tape up or you can send it back and wait months and months but anyway so I got it going again. I did some apples. They were good. Different, but good. But now you could reconstitute these yes. and they'd be like regular apples. Mm -hmm. Right. Strawberries, mm -hmm. which I think is my favorite. Right, very good. Mm -hmm. And bananas. Yeah, bananas is my least favorite, which I hadn't tried to reconstitute them yet. I think blueberries would be good. I don't, see most of the fruit you have to cut in half so it can 
take the moisture out. How are you going to cut a, a blueberries in half? Um, I did. I do have some sasumas in there right now, and that might be. They look like they might be exploding. <laughs> so if you're not familiar with a harvest dryer, it is a freeze dryer, and it can freeze dry foods up to 25 years. Mm -hmm. So I told her earlier, what would be better than eating 25 year old spaghetti? Yeah. But you're not supposed to do meat. Although I've seen some people you doing do meat. meat. Yeah. You can do meat. Yeah. But uh, you know, I wouldn't. It's a complicated. It's fairly complicated piece of equipment. Yeah, I will say, I will say this after we're dealing with a little bit. You know, it creates quite a suction inside that thing, though. So it's if you're a closed system, and we had a hiccup or two, but if you're not really where well, you can work on some stuff yourself, I don't know that I'd recommend one of these things to just everybody. We had to go in there and do some sealing up. You know, things happen. We understand that. We had to go in there and take some of it apart and, and redo yeah, some customer of service. They were nice. I've heard bad things about them. But they actually sent me six videos to watch and all these places to put on this electrical, was it electrical tape? No, it was a silicone tape. A silicone so. tape. And then you had to run another test and then tape again. Finally, uh, my luck, the last thing that I taped up is what fixed it. But we've been really satisfied with it. Don't get me wrong, it's an awesome piece of equipment, but I would say if you're not a little bit handy, handy or you can do things yourself i don't know that i recommend this product mm -hmm. for you but it's a wonderful it does wonderful things yeah great about, snacks we're not gonna buy any more chips no no more tater chips for us it's just freeze-dried strawberries and bananas and apples mm -hmm. all right so we got through the garden blast we're talking about you know starting to plant some stuff for new 2023 let's talk about seeds but before we do that we did a survey to give away the wheel hoe, well, we talked about how many tomato plants do you guys grow? And this was great information for me because I just love to know the, what the majority of you guys out there do that watch our show that are customers here. So we're going to put this graph up here on, on where you can see it and see the number of tomato plants the majority of you guys grow out there. So I was surprised. I w I've done. I've seen these numbers before, so I wasn't as surprised as you was. The For number our customers. I didn't realize yep. we had customers that planted that many. Yeah, the most, the majority of you guys out there plant anywhere from thirteen to thirty tomato plants, which is a decent sized garden. A decent number of people planted between six and thirteen. So the people that are our customers are people that like to watch the Row by Row show grow their own these bigger gardens to grow their own food we already knew that but this kind of helped reinforce that a little bit uh, a little bit so the person that maybe just grows a tomato plant on the balcony or the patio is probably not the person that watches our show that are part of our mm -hmm. our people that like we are and you know we're the same way if you think about how many tomato plants do we normally grow a year this last year we grew a well over a hundred mm -hmm. but on a normal year i'll plant anywhere from 30 to 40 mm -hmm. to 50 tomato plants yeah and this is why we package our seeds in the 10C pack. Right. The 50. Right. Fourth pound. And they even offer higher on some of the Yeah, by the, by the thousands mm -hmm. you can buy. So, yeah. For 2023, one of our goals was to be able to offer larger varieties of seeds. So, we're able to do that now. We put a new operating system in last part of 2022 and we're all able to offer larger variations of seed now for people who want to buy more seeds, which is a good thing all right so let's talk about new seeds because everybody's excited about new mm -hmm. seeds for 2023 let's talk about it 
All right, now the first we're going to talk about is new additions to the Halsonator line. The Halsonator line is something we started last year. With and the we're, tomato. We started with the tomato, but we're adding this Halsonator series that is exclusive to the home garden market. Nobody else has these varieties offered in the home garden market. And we do this for a reason because these are great varieties that you can grow and be successful growing your own food. So let's start off with number one and it would be Mr. Halsonator Bell Pepper. Now, this bell pepper, like the rest of our Halsonator series, are hybrids. And what that means is they're an F1 hybrid. It's a cross between two parrot plants that are not the same. All right, now this bell pepper, along with all the Halsonators, this is one key takeaway when you buy a Halsonator series. It has wonderful disease resistance. For you guys out there that want to grow organically, this is the secret sauce here is buy seeds that have huge amounts of disease resistance there. Therefore, you don't have to apply these pesticides. Uh, this is, if you're going to grow an organic bell pepper, this is the one you need to be growing. It is widely adapted to all growing regions. And you know what? It makes a consistent size fruit. A blocky fruit. A blocky, consistent size bell pepper there. A lot there. of production, a lot of leaf foliage on there mm -hmm. to protect it from getting some. Reminds me of a hostinator tomato. A hostinator tomato is the same way. If you think about what happens to your bell pepper and your tomatoes, you get a lot of sun scald. Mm -hmm. So all this leaf on this bush here kept, you know, prevent that leaf scald there. You know, it, this one sets a um, a lot of fruit there and it's a good long-term production bell pepper there. There you have it folks. Halsonator bell pepper. Uh, this is another one here, another Halsonator that I'm excited about. Boom, boom. Halsonator slicing cucumber folks. Alright. Let's don't get strung You done got on to me one time today about getting talking. I get really excited about these cucumbers here because there's so much to be had here. This right here is a, it's a, it's a hybrid, but it's a good slice of cucumber and it has a, where again, we've got that very comprehensive disease package. Very prolific. Yes. It is a good variety for both spring and the fall. Now here's the kicker folks. This is a mononicious variety and that mononicious type means it has the male and the female flower on the plant here. We talked about it, gynoecious a lot, but we're going to talk about monoecious today. And the reason we picked a mononecious type for our house nature slice cucumbers is because the length of production is longer than a gynoecious. So what you would do if you buy this cucumber here, I would highly recommend using a netting or trellising system because you want to take care of this plant because this baby right here is going to give you cucumbers over a longer uh, a longer period of time than a normal cucumber. Makes it great for the market gardener. Oh yeah. Or for a home gardener that wants a longer period of, you know, of harvest there. Now if you want a one and done type, you know, if you want to plant cucumbers and you want to gather them all at one time to do your pickling or whatever like, this is not the one you want to go with. You want to go with the more uh, gynoecious type. But if you want a long, uh, a long producing cucumber, this is it right here. All right, folks. There you have it, Halsonator slicing cucumber. And we wind up our Halsonator habanero. 
Jalapeno. Excuse me, jalapeno. <laughs> habanero. Did I say habanero? Jalapeno. Yeah. All right, so this winds up the ones that we have available at the moment here, but we'll have some more coming on. Jalapeno, this is a hybrid also. It's a moderate heat jalapeno. Mm -hmm. um, this one right here has unique combination of size, quality, pungency, yield, and earliness. This is a fairly early jalapeno. If you leave it on the plant, It'll mature from green to red. Yep. Um, and those mature. those red ones are really mm -hmm. nice. Also called chipotle. Mm-hmm. And are more flavorful. Yep, they do. And the uh, the plants get three to four foot tall, and they have this thick walled jalapeno that's around three to four inches long, and it's very consistent in size. There. All right. Do you remember the last ones that we um, grilled? Yep. And there was one of these mm -hmm. on there. We both. It was, it was, it was moderately real. hot. You know, a lot of times, the longer you leave them on there, and if you let them, the plants stress a little bit to drought conditions, the, the jalapeno will be hotter. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that, but I know it was a little warm. If you keep the plant more watered, your, when you your, let it turn red. Yeah, your plant, your, your pepper won't be quite as hot on the jalapeno. <coughs> Excuse me. On the jalapenos, if the plant is stressed by drought, the peppers are hotter. Hot. Yep. All right, so that is our three new Hostinators that we're excited about there again. The key feature on all three of these right here is disease resistance and high productivity. All right, here we have a new onion, which is a Texas Grano 502 onion. And this is a short day onion. <coughs> Excuse me, I got the coffee. You mean talk? I think it might have been due to the strawberry. Huh. This Shh. one, you can eat it Almost like an apple. Yeah, this Very is your sweet. classic Texas sweet onion right here. Stores well, too. Yep, stores well. Sweet flavor here. For you Texas folks that love those Texas sweet onion, this is the one right here. Uh, this is this is one of the, it's a it's an open pollinator variety. So if anybody out wants to save their onion seed, you can save your it's onion seeds here. Hot. It's an older variety. It has those large, round, globe-shaped onions here. And as we said, it does great in southern climates here. All right, this right here is one I'm kind of excited about. Super Sweet 100 Cherry Tomatoes. Now this one has been around for a long time. Why we have not carried it before, I do not know, but we added it to our lineup this year. Is this what the Arctic Freeze got? It is. This is the standard go-to cherry tomato on the market that has been for years. This is an open pollinated cherry tomato here. And this particular one here, came out back in the 60s. Oh, I'd like wow. to tell this little story here. I actually was at a meeting a couple months ago and I run into one of the ladies that was in on the initial, mm -hmm. uh, the initial choosing of this right here. And this is what she told me. She said, do you know how it come about the uh, name Super Sweet 100? And I said, no. And this was, I believe she said it was back in 67. She said they was doing trials. And she said, they told one of the people, so let's go back and look at that super sweet tomato that was on row 100. Uh, <laughs> and that's the way it got its name. It was a super sweet tomato that was on row 100. So it is the standard. It's the standard by oh. all cherry tomatoes are set on as far as a red tomato. And it's very good for patio, raised beds, trellis, and even red. You could put it in a hanging pot and let it drink down. Mm -hmm. It has these clusters of tomatoes mm -hmm. on there, anywhere Climbing. 15 to 25. It performed really well for us in the fall. All the way up to um, Christmas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, great for snacking. 
That's just a good one right there. All right, the next one here is a new one. It's new to us this year, Asper Brock. This Asper Brock broccoli right here, or known as broccolini, if you've been to one of those high-end restaurants and they call it broccolini, this is what you're eating right here. It it resembles something kind of similar between a broccoli and an as and a, a, well, asparagus. A, it crossed between two types of broccoli: Chinese kale and an Italian. Yeah, sprouting variety here. Mm -hmm. We planted this and tried it out back during the fall. Did wonderful. It does good in raised. I grew it in raised beds. Does really well, good in raised beds. It doesn't beds. take a lot of space, mm -hmm. so therefore it's great for a patio or raised beds. It has these really loose leaf. I say loose leaf. These loose. It doesn't form this big broccoli head. It forms these small little sprouts. Kind of reminds you after you cut the main broccoli. Yeah, and you get those side those, sprouts. Yeah. Well, that's what it forms. You it's all to, side sprouts. You keep it if they start blooming. You got to keep it picked off there. But this stuff will make and make. It made wonderful for us to the cold. Got it. Knocked it out. Asper brought broccoli. All right. Here's another one. It's real similar to that. Burgundy broccoli. All right. Now this is a hybrid right here. And this is real similar to the aspirin box. It's a burgundy type. The reason we added this right here is we was at a farm back there in the summertime. And I'm talking about in the summertime. This was in, was it July we was mm -hmm. up there? We was in the middle of Ohio at Mike Smith's farm. And he carried us out there. He said, I got to show you something. So he carried us out there and he was growing this in July. We picked it out in the farm and ate it right then. Absolutely wonderful taste this right here. You need to plant some of that. I you? am going to plant some of this right here. And you know what's so great about it is it tolerates a wide range of temperatures. So mm -hmm. it's, it's widely adapted to grow in different places. Now we would grow it in the springtime and the fall down here. But people all up in the country in zone six, they grow it during oh. the summertime. So it's a, it's a great one right there. I'm excited about that. Yeah, it hadn't been on the market that long. It's a good burgundy broccoli there. All right, folks. Moving back to the spinaches. You know, we noticed on our site that we didn't have a full leaf spinach that we carried. So we reached out to some of our breeders here and we talked to them and they said, you got to grow this Imperial Star spinach and I've grown it this fall. This is when, and this is one of those large, larger leaf than those baby leaf spinaches that we've come accustomed to growing over the years. This is a large Italian type spinach right here. 35 days to maturity, very, very quick. It can take the cold temperatures and it has a low bolt tolerance. Yeah, and especially if you wanted to keep spinach and do succession planting, this was a great one right here to do that with. You have some store. of this planted? I, I have some of that planted and I have another one that's, that I can't tell apart planted. Both of them are very similar. Oh boy, we're fixing to get in something right here. Black oaks is Yeah, nice. but I was fixing to get into yeah. the headline there, but let's back up and go to this right here. Black oaks, I've got this planted right here. This is a wonderful, wonderful cover crop right here. I got a big, big patch of it planted out there in the uh, behind my garden. It makes a lot of biomass. It breaks down quickly, what I like about oats. And um, it returns all those valuable nutrients and organic particles back into the soil. So it is a great, great cover crop before those heavy feeding vegetables. Corn. corn, tomatoes, peppers, anything like that. And you know what? <clears throat> Also makes great for foraging livestock on. So the ideal thing with there is to be able to plant that, let your livestock forage it, and then turn. Excuse <coughs> me. They call permaculture, right? Uh, sort of kind. Sort of kind. And then let your livestock eat on, then turn it in to plant. Go ahead and do that one, and then we'll do the others right, yeah. last. 
And this, you know, you've heard us talk about this one right here before. This is our survival seeds collection that we, uh, I'm gonna give credit where credit's due. You know where the, this comes from? Yeah. Zach Stivers from Stivers yeah. Homestead. Zach says, you got to put one of these together. So I, I did, and uh, I say I did, me and a couple more people here, I'm not <laughs> gonna take all the credit for that, put it together. Includes 45 seed packs of open pollinated seeds. And these, all these seed packs are inside this, we call this a mylar or a full yeah. bag here. This thing, we we seal it up and then uh, it's got a zip. It's got a zip. It can reseal. And then we, we heat seal the top of it. So this thing is sealed and it will last for years. It's a great years. storage. Yeah. But it's got 45 different varieties in there of seeds you can save. So all these seeds here are open pollinated. Some of them are heirlooms, but all of them, all of them are open pollinated. So you can save these seeds moving. Or if you got somebody that's getting into gardening mm -hmm. and you want to buy them a great gift, starter man, pack, a great starter pack there. Yeah. Now we're getting into something that's really going to be interesting here, folks. We put this on the side <clears throat> probably about a month or so ago. And they have sold extremely well. We've got a few left, but we're getting a new shipment in, and we're talking about tobacco seeds. <laughs> Who would have thought that? Who would have thought tobacco seeds? Oh, when I was growing up, I never wanted to see a tobacco plant ever again in my life. For y'all that don't know, we live in what was the heart of tobacco country down here, but we grew tobacco everywhere, and both of us worked in tobacco yeah, a lot. From, I was 13 to 18 yep. every summer. Yep. Every day. First one we got here is called Southern Dolly. Now this is a flute cured tobacco. This is the kind of tobacco we grew here. We cropped the leaf and we put it in the barns, air dried it or the heat dried it out. And this is the kind of tobacco here that's used in cigarettes. Mm -hmm. Now. They slow cured it with minimal exposure to smoke. Yes, yes, it was a slow smoke. I'm gonna grow some tobacco this year. We don't, neither one of us smoke but we're gonna grow it in the garden because it does have some health benefits. Mm -hmm. If you ever had a, a sting, you can put some crucial tobacco on a sting and it does really good. It makes a wonderful flower in the garden. If you like to smoke, so be it, it's for that, or it's just a great addition to the garden. Smells good. Interesting. Interesting. So we got Southern Dolly here, which is one I'm gonna grow because it's better, I think, for the Southern part of the United States here. It has this slidey, if you was to burn it, it has this slidey sweet and mild flavor and aroma there. A very high yield. <clears throat> now, these tobacco seeds, we're gonna show you three here, is just like our Hallsnow series. Highly disease resistant. Now, one thing about tobacco, if you've not grown them in the past, is they have a lot of disease issues. A lot of disease mm -hmm. issues. Blue mold, black shank, all kind of insect problems. Those big old hornworms. Hornworms? Yep. Oh, they were nasty. But now these three varieties right here, I don't know of anybody, any other company in the United States that sells in these on the home garden market. So these are, now you can find plenty of tobacco seeds out there, but you're not going to find the disease resistant varieties that we're showing right here. All right, next one is Mr. Shirley. Shirley, it's a sweet scented. Open pollinated. You could save your seeds if you wanted to, but this is a dark tobacco. This is one of those Virginia type varieties right here. It has that mild flavor. Uh, they, some of them call it something similar to what the Virginia Golds look like. It has produces a very large leaf. Uh, and ornamental flowers that are white yep, to pink. So yep. it'd be pretty in a vase. If you didn't know which one you wanted to grow, this would be the one I would grow. Now the, the Dolly, I know it's going to do well in the southern United States. But this was going to be an all around for anybody to grow right there. Yeah, I'm going to grow some of that for the flowers. Sure. Yep. 
All right, and we got our Heritage Gold Tobacco. Heritage Gold Tobacco is what they classify as a burly type tobacco. Now this was grown mostly up in Tennessee and Kentucky. And unlike what we did where we cropped the tobacco, they cut the stalks off. In hmm. Havana, Florida, they actually grown this as well. I remember seeing the barns down there. They cut the stalks off, whole, they, they hang the whole stalk in the barn and let it cure off that way. And therefore you get a burly tobacco. Hmm. Interesting. Very high disease resistance there, strong yield. It's one of the most common varieties out there is a burly tobacco right there. 70 days to maturity. Mm -hmm. Yep. And we get the way tobacco, but let's show our very last one right here. Oh, new sunflower. Lemon cutie. Now this one right here. 2023 gold medal for novelty. Mm -hmm. It is a great, if he's ever been to such thing as a container sunflower. This is a small, small dwarf type. And I'm talking about plant size, not One to two size. inches tall. One to two, you know, one to two. Oops, that would be. <laughs> that would be really dwarf. No, it gets bigger than that. But uh, it's great for containers. It's a... Uh, it, it would be a wonderful for you so it's out there just want to grow something on your patio or things like that. Great for attracting bees, yeah. beneficial insects. And also if you plant it in your garden, it creates like a blanket of yellow. Mm -hmm. It has a semi-double flower and it, it stays fresh really, really long. So you guys want to grow something a little bit different. There you have it, a lemon cutie sunflower, new for 2023. <coughs> and Teaser alert, teaser alert. All right, so we're not going to show the front of them? Yeah, you can take Okay, we're going to show the front of them. Let me flip them around here. we got these coming out. and We've been talking about these for a while. Been working on them a while. And working on them a while. And they will be live on the site in a little over a week. Mm -hmm. uh, Tracy from Just Dig It has helped us with these, curate them, come up with the design. And we're going to launch them in a live Sunday night. What's the date? January the... Oh, well, you know, I don't know. Anyway, the Sunday night following this show. Yeah. Tracy will be on there so she can... We're going to show you what's in them. There's 10 in one. There's 9 in one. Um, you get these steaks. You get um, all the information on them. Um, the link to a growing guide on them, just a wealth of information. So be sure to tune in Sunday night. Eight, seven. Eight. Eight, you sure? We'll have to see. <laughs> well, it may be seven. I think it's seven. It, it is seven. Yes, yeah, seven. seven. Yeah. It is seven. Be eight Alabama time. Be yeah. seven our time. Alabama time. Alabama time. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, so that's our new seeds, and we. This is not all of our new. No, seeds. we're gonna be doing another show next week talking yeah. about new, more new things. We got a lot of new things coming yeah, up for 2023. We got more seeds, more yep. tools. Garden spotlight of the week here, Hearts and Soil Farm out of Tennessee. Look there, we met these fine folks up in the HOA Homesteaders of America up there in Virginia, right here. Great, great folks there, and look at that horse merch he's he's sporting there. He's giving a thumbs up. So this is the, one of their high tunnels right mm -hmm. here. They grow a lot of spinach. A lot of spinach. Look at the spinach right here. I don't know what variety that is, but that is a super nice bit of spinach right there. And that high tunnel, I guarantee you, come in handy. That little cold spell we have here. Yeah. So thank you, Hearts and Soil Farm from Tennessee for sending that in. It's good, 
highlight them and let's get to see them again. We uh, we made a lot of new friends at HOA this last year. Potato right. orders. Potato orders. We've been in communication with our potato guy. We hope to have them shipped in the next few days. And we'll have our first shipment of potatoes come in. So if you live in, in the south south. Ship to us. Then. Ship to us and we'll be shipping them out of here. But if you live in the south south and you like to plant your potatoes in January, get your order in. We ship. Hopefully have them in here by the 15th so we can start getting our orders out to you so you can be getting prepared. 15th of January. Yes, and if you're not in the South South and you want to go ahead and still lock your orders in, place those orders, pre-orders on our potatoes, and we'll ship them to you by the time you need to plant them. Mm -hmm. How about that? All right. All right. Winter. Grinch. Let's do this first. Okay, do the Grinch first. So the Grinch was here, wait, during the holidays. He's left, went back, I guess, to the North Pole. To the Grinchville. To Whoville. 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 We're not up on our Grinch lingo, are we? So the old goat's back. Yeah. May have a little tan. I think he was down in the... Bahamas or somewhere. Yeah, somewhere like that, yeah. So the old goat's back. The figurine, the old goat's on the set somewhere. If you find the old goat figurine, put it in the comments below, and we'll have a drawing every week for that. So... For this drawing, we're going to give away some zinnia seeds. Now, we don't know what kind of zinnias these are. No, they're mixed. They're mixed zinnias. Um, we were moving around our stuff in the uh, seed room, and we might have lost a label. Good seeds. We just <laughs> don't know exactly seed. what they are, but they are zinnias. I, I would oh, almost bet they're pro-cuts. Yeah. So, anyway, so draw the zinnia winner. Zone, draw the zinnia winner. And we have... Boy, you did some small. I did, did I? Gwen Holmes. Gwen Holmes. Send us your shipping info to cussserve at hostels.com yep. and we will get you this lovely bag of zinnias. All right, so the big winner, and we did this by automation. Yeah, we did a random selector on those that answered that question. For, and it was a single wheel hoe. Mm -hmm. Single wheel hoe. So the winner of the single wheel hoe is Russ and Rhonda Martin. Russ and Ron is good friends of ours. If y'all send us, we got their shipping address, don't we? Don't you know Yeah, we got that. Just send us a, uh, just to make sure, because the girls in customer service be out. Send us a email, Russ and Ron. Saying you won the single wheel hoe. With your shipping address, make sure they get everything correct. Yeah. Thank y'all. That was wonderful. Everybody, we'd love to be able to share some, some giveaways. So, tune in Sunday night yep. for the launch of the Herbs. Yep. That's going to be exciting. Good to have Tracy on here. Tracy knows a lot. I've learned a lot and i still got a lot more to learn about these herbs. We're going to be planting a lot of them in our new protege. Yes, we are. Mm -hmm. And right. then next week we're going to have more more of tools and stuff new for 2023. New for 2023. Alright folks, thank you for joining us. Now it's time for you to get off that couch and get outside and get dirty. <laughs>